Here we go. Another episode of We Live on a Planet. It is Monday, May 4th, 2020. Episode 389. May the 4th be with you. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I saw Star Wars first run. Yeah, what a time. I saw a lot of good movies in the theaters when I was a kid. First run that are classics now. Currently in the city of Oswego, it's 46 degrees. Feels like 41. Highs are going to be about 46. Winds are out of west at 10 miles per hour. <laughs> oh, my producer, you throwing me, you're throwing me off with the elevator music. I like it, but you're throwing me off. I, I kind of sultry, soft. We're going to just kind of enjoy ourselves today. We've got a good show. We'll head on over to the facts site, learn some facts about the month of May, since we are beginning of May. We're also going to head on over to the History Channel, see what happened on this day of history, share a quote with you. I want to talk a little bit about robots today, maybe. It's kind of reminiscent of my very first podcast, which I talked about way my first, how long ago, about self-driving cars. That's what got me started. Got my feet wet. Made me dive into the podcast pool. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about robots and other things like that. Much more right here at We Live on a Planet. Stick around. We got a good one for you. Glad you're here. Welcome back. All right, here's our quote. This is from Stephen Hawking. However bad life may seem, there is always something you can do and succeed at. While there's life, there's hope. I like that. However bad life may seem, there is always something you can do and succeed at. While there's life, there's hope. Stephen Hawking. Thank you, Stephen. You know, I... Sometimes I've really, I look so bad at my life and see, it just seems so bad, but there's always something I can do and succeed at. And I feel like right now what I'm doing, I succeed at podcasting, coming out and talking to you. I failed so many times in my life and I've messed up so many times and I have so many regrets and that's the worst thing to have is regret because there's just nothing you can do about the past. There really isn't. You just got to move forward always. And so since there's life still in me, there's hope. And I'm really doing my best. And um, staying on my meds and just trying to be mindful of my health. I'm 50 now. And I'm 50. This doom and gloom that I've lived all these years, these 30 some odd years, it's just taken a toll. It's stressful and it's hard and... I'm trying now to just do it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to just be, I don't know. I'm trying to celebrate life better. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to live with who I am and be happy with where I am in my life and know that it's I'm only here for me. I'm not here for anybody else. Yes, I have family. Yes, I have loved ones. But ultimately, 
this is my ride on this planet and I have to make it what I can make out of it. And when I'm happy and, and doing my best, that means my loved ones are going to, to see that too. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I was going to talk about robots and all of a sudden I came out and started getting all sappy about my, I don't know. I think that education is key and talking about my mental health struggle is key. I'm coming up, this is, that's off topic of mental health. I'm coming up on five years of sobriety. Five years. Thank you. (laughs) I cannot believe it. I've saved over $50,000. 50000 That's a lot of loot. That's a lot of loot from not drinking. It feels good, too. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll... I'm going to stop talking about mental health and sobriety and everything. I want to talk a little bit about robots. Not a whole bunch, but a little bit. A little bit about robots. So stick around, grab yourself a nice beverage. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you so much. All right. So, robots. Yeah. In Washington State. Washington State and other cities, and they are delivering food. I saw it this morning on the news, and they have like six wheels, and they're little car-type things that can hold food. And actually, I saw one, or three of them, uh, my friends out in the desert, the foxes, foxy lady and desert fox, um, had some right outside of their house, and it creeps them out. Those robots creep them out. I think that's the thing about these robots is they'll either you're on board with it, same as like self-driving cars, either you're like, you know, I want to embrace that technology and I'm down for it, or it scares the bejesus out of you. And I'm one of the ones that embrace it. It doesn't scare me for some reason. I am so always thinking of the future. I'm always thinking of the what ifs and I see that there's uh, places I see on the internet on YouTube, and I can't think of the name of the sign of the the uh, college and the other places that are working on these robots. But they have them that they walk just like a, a dog or a deer, or and they're showing this. And it's one of the ones I saw is about the size of a small deer, and it walks and moves just like an organic animal. And it's showing it going up and down hills and through snowy terrain. And you know how snow can be where it's deep and shallow and you're going to sink in and you're going to lose your balance. And they're showing this robot and it's just making it. And it's traversing these areas that would be difficult for a human to go through. And it's so surprising. And instead of scaring me, I I looked at that and said, that's going to save somebody's life. That's going to be able to maybe get down, say you, say you're hiking and, and you fall and rescuers can't get to you right away. Maybe they can deploy this robot that can bring down supplies to you, maybe to stop the bleeding, or maybe if it's just water, maybe you've been down there for how many hours and you just need some water before the rescuers can get to you because you're dehydrated which can be so dangerous. And so I look at those things and I'm like, those robots in Washington state 
that are delivering food, what next can they deliver? And I know people are like, well, that means somebody can hack it. Somebody can do that. Yeah, I know. I know. I try to look, though, more at the positive of what can happen off from it instead of the negative. But I know there is negative. You know, you have that dilemma of like a self-driving car. You can think about you've got you're going down a, a road and 20 people on one side of the road and three people on the other side of the road and another car coming at you. And so the car you're driving has to make that decision to move out of the way that of the car that's coming at you. And does the car decide to go which way? Do you take out the 20 people? Do you take out the three? Do you take yourself into the car? You know, the, the car has got to make those decisions like what a human would do as, as well. So who knows? You know, I, I don't have the answers. That's for sure. Especially that's where I started my podcast. When I first started, we live on a planet. I was, I don't have the answers. I have questions and I always have questions. That's for sure. I, I have answers when it comes to going to the back site and everything. That's just because I'm reading it. But All right, so stick around when we come back. Speaking of the fact site, we'll head on over there and find out uh, some facts about May. Stick around. All right, thanks for tuning back in. We are at the fact site. I'll do my best to stumble through this. and not. Sometimes when I go to read to you, if you follow the show, you know, I get nervous for so not even nervous. I can read fine to myself, but reading aloud, I either fill in words that aren't there or I try to read too quick. So I'm going to try to just take my time and that way I can convey the facts to you about May. May is known as a month of transition, which, you know, if you live in the northern hemisphere, the fresh cold winds are gone and the rains of early spring are here. By the time May comes around in the spring, flowers are blooming, birds are chirping, and life is starting to seem a little bit more joyful day by day. And it was very joyful and bright here and beautiful. I got out yesterday and was able to do some yard work, and the birds were just chirping and singing, and fat robins. we got a lot of fat robins in our yard. We have a family uh, of cardinals and blue jays in our backyard, too. Ah, oh, they're beautiful. If you're on the other side of the world, though, in the southern hemisphere, then it's time when the summer is long gone, the fall winds have swept by, and the nights are getting colder and darker. It's a time of change, yet still delightfully warm. Again, May is a time of change, no matter where you are in the world. What it is about May that's so significant, though, let's take a look at some of these amazing facts. <laughs> the name May is the... Ba-dum, boom. The, May, the name May is the modern-day English adapt, adaption of the Latin word malus, M-A-I-U-S, maus, excuse me. I added an L in there. See what I mean? Maus, M-A-I-U-S, which its origins going back to the time of the ancient Greeks. They named the month of May, or Maus, after the Greek goddess of growth. That's pretty neat. The word the word may actually the word may wasn't actually used until the Middle Ages, where on the way out around the 15th century A.D. Up until then, the Roman word maus was still used. May used to have a very different name in Old English. Back then, the month was referred to as the month of three milkings, 
Unsurprisingly, this month during this month you could milk your cow up to three times per day. Wow. What this is weird. May was once considered an incredible ill omen time to get married. There's an adage for it actually, which goes, Marry in May and you rue the day. It's not clear where exactly the saying comes from, but there must be have been a pretty good reason to not get married. And one of the most beautiful months of the year. So I wonder. May is awesome too. I was telling you before I got so many birthdays of my family in May. My wife's birthday is tomorrow and it's my sister-in-law's birthday. They're five years apart. It's also our youngest daughter's birthday. She turns 25 this month. I can't believe it. What else do we have? Oh, we already talked about this. May is a special time for Star Wars fans all all over the world. And always a good reason to rewatch the movies. May the 4th is celebrated as Star Wars Day. Due to the way the day sounds familiar to May the 4th. Uh, what else do we got? The Empire State Building opened its doors on May 1st, 1931. We learned that the other day on the History Channel. Back in the day of in Europe, it wasn't a good day if you didn't celebrate it with a Maypole. In the UK, at least, there were presents. They were present since at least 1350 A.D. Celebrants would erect a long pole and attach flowers, garlands, and strips of fabric to it, around which certain dances would take place. Dancing around the Maypole. I've heard about that. You've probably heard about that too. May is a pretty good month for U.S. presidents, and every other month of the year, at least one U.S. president has died, but never in May. Oh. The birthstone of for May is the emerald. Emeralds are a type of stone called burly, B-E-R-Y-L, burl, duh, is that, is that how I say it? And typically range from a deep sea green to a lighter color. Emeralds are a symbol of fertility and rebirth. Mm-hmm. I think that's a... Yeah, I think that's a... Well, we can... Many famous people were born in May, such as Mark Zuckerberg, Karl Marx, Clint Eastwood, Wes Anderson, John F. Kennedy, Queen Victoria, and Catherine the Great. That's good. I think that's... We got some facts about May. There's many more. Just head on over to the facts site and you can learn more. Besides about the month of May or any kind of facts you want, stick around. We'll be right back. We are at the History Channel's website. And on this day, sadly, all I can think of is Tin Soldiers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on National Guard kills four students in Kent State shooting. Crystal's Nash sang that song. That happened, sadly, May 4th, 1970 in Kent, Ohio. 28 National Guardmen fired their weapons at a group of anti-war demonstrators on the Kent State University campus, killing four students, wounding eight, and permanently paralyzing another. Ah, oh, just so sad. Can you believe that? I can't even imagine shooting at children because being now that I'm 50 I think just college students are just kids 
minute, you know, it's just sad because without without warning, without a firing or warning shot or anything, the guardsmen discharged more than 60 rounds towards a group of demonstrators in a nearby park parking lot, killing four and wounding nine. The closest casualty was 20 yards away, and the farthest was almost 250 yards away. Just so sad and so tragic, and uh, what a bummer. I'm not trying to bring it down, but hey, on this day of history, we have to learn from our history so we cannot repeat it. 1979 in women's history, Margaret Thatcher is sworn into British in, in as British mm, Patrick. <laughs> 1979, Margaret Thatcher is sworn in as Britain's first female prime minister. I couldn't say Britain, really? 1956, art, literature, and film history. Jean Vincent records, Be-ba-ba-loo-la, she's my baby. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, 1886, the Haymarket Square Riot in uh, Chicago. Chicago. I always say Chicago instead of Chicago because I'm married with children. I, I've said it before. Kelly Bundy, she was trying to be a news weather reporter on a local TV show was one of the episodes. And she said, instead of a storm coming into Chick Chicago, she said, there's a strom coming into Chicago because she couldn't read the teleprompter. And it just reminds me of how I am sometimes. <laughs> 1965, Willie Mays breaks the National League home run record. He hits 500 and his 512th career home run. 512. Holy cow, Willie Mays. 1865, President Lincoln is buried in Springfield, Illinois. So sad. President Lincoln, 16th president, such a good president. Uh, art, literature, and film history, 1948. Norman Mailer's first novel, The Naked and the Dead, is published. 1929, legendary actress Audrey Hepburn is born in 1929. And in crime, 1990, electric chair malfunctions in Florida leading states to exchange execution methods. Old Sparky, those things. Ugh. It's weird we do that. I don't know. I, I usually, I stay off religion, politics, all those topics that aren't fun to talk about and i don't know how i feel about the death penalty sometimes i i i, I switch my minds a lot of, i think it's okay people can change your mind you can change your mind it's okay if you do and it's okay to have debates 1776 rhode island becomes the first county to declare independence from england good for you rhode island and uh they're the ones that said f you london guard in World War I, 1916, the German agrees to limit its submarine warfare. And that's it in this day of history. Definitely, like I always tell you, there's much more of the History Channel or the Facts site. But the History Channel, I'm just giving you the little bit of potpourri. Each one of those days, like with Otter and Hepburn being born, you can open it up and there's a whole bunch more about her. So, um... All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll be wrapping up the show and uh, talking just a little bit more stuff and things. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I appreciate it. So we have over 40 states lifting their restrictions today because of the coronavirus. I hope we're not making a really bad choice. I know New York's not one of them. We're still in lockdown here in New York, wearing masks everywhere. 
And uh, that's important, I think, to be mindful of this. So we have we have a Wednesday show is going to be a good show. That's with my interview with David and Casper, the founders of Carpe. That Carpe is the company that I did my commercial for. And uh, oh, we've got a message, and the message is saying that uh, just keep moving forward, Patrick. Is <laughs> what it's saying. <laughs> I'm not used to it. I'm live, and I got my phone on, and all of a sudden, uh, boom. And so, yeah, Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you for bringing one with me. Somebody just started following me on Twitter. Is what it was. You, hallelujah. <laughs> I don't have many Twitter followers, so I'm always happy when somebody comes over and finds me on Twitter. You can find me at Twitter. It's, I'm W L O A P. D-O-T-C-O-M, W-L-O-E-P.com. That's my website, too, W-L-O-E-P.com. You can head on over there and see what's happening on, on the show. Subscribe. That would be groovy. I'm thinking about doing another giveaway this summer. I haven't decided for sure if I'm going to. But from there, too, you can leave me a voice message and be a part of the show, just like Peter McHugh did. I recorded with Peter McHugh this weekend. He will be a guest on the show this month. We will be playing that. I also have an upcoming interview with dream expert Kat O'Keefe. Her and I will be recording um, the 13th, which is my daughter's birthday. My daughter turns 25 the 13th. I can't believe that I have a 25-year-old. That blows me away. She's half my age. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, so be a part of the show. I would love to hear from you. WLOAP.com. Leave me a voice message and uh, tell me if you've got an interesting story that you'd like to share with the world. Come on over to We Live on a Planet. The world will hear it. We would love to hear from you as well. And my interview, like I said, Wednesday with Carpe will be out. I hope you tune into that. If you didn't tune into my Wednesday's episode of Andy Palmer, please go back and listen to that. That was a real good one, too. I'm really enjoying doing these interviews with, with my listeners and interesting people. It's pretty groovy. Pretty groovy. It's like having you stop over. It just it fuels me, and uh, I appreciate it more than you will ever know. All right, my friends, do your best to stay curious today and not judgmental the best you can, and stay healthy as well. Stay home if you can. I'll talk to you real soon. Peace. <laughs>